You're listening to Biceps After Babies Radio, episode 235. Hello, and welcome to Biceps After Babies Radio, a podcast for ladies who know that fitness is about so much more than pounds lost or PRs. It's about feeling confident in your skin and empowered in your life. I'm your host, Amber Brzezicki, a registered nurse, personal trainer, wife, and mom of four. Each week, my guests and I will excite and motivate you to take action in your own personal fitness as we talk about nutrition, exercise, mindset, personal development, and executing life with conscious intention. If your goal is to look, feel, and be strong and experience transformation from the inside out, you, my friend, are in the right place. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Biceps After Babies Radio. I'm your host, Amber Brzezicki, and this is another Friday edition of the I Did It series, where we bring on women to be able to share their story with you in hopes that you can learn something from from our community. I think that a lot of women have a lot of experiences and a lot of wisdom to be able to share. It's not just about me sharing wisdom, but um, I, I believe that everybody has wisdom that we can share. And the more that we share it, the the smarter we get, the better... Um, we build the community and the better results that we get in the, in the long run. And so that's really the purpose of these Friday episodes. And today on the podcast, I'm super excited to be able to welcome Jenny Jackson. And in this podcast episode, we talk about how weight loss can be easy. And um, this the theme of this, which I, I love so much, was this idea that like just because it's complicated doesn't make it work better. And in fact, really the easier and the more fun that you can make this process, the better results that you're that you're going to be able to get. And really when you step into that role of the macro scientist, which I talk about all the time inside of Macros 101, you can become that like it can be easy. It can it can not be such an emotional roller coaster that I feel like weight loss is for a lot of women. It's like when you go on a on a diet or on a weight loss journey, that can become a very emotional time. You're really tied to that skill. You're really tied to like, am I getting results? Am I not? What does that mean about me? What does that mean about my body? And that's not fun for anybody. It's nobody. Nobody thinks that that is fun. And so we talk in this episode about how when we step into that role of the macro scientist and we can look at things more analytically and we can figure out how to customize this plan to you know us and our body then that makes all the difference in the world and and that's what we teach a lot inside of macros 101 so if you are not signed up for the waitlist for macros 101 definitely you want to get on it we will be opening doors in about a month on august 29th actually it is a month it's a month from today so on August 29th, we'll be opening up doors and we only open them up twice a year. So it's, it's kind of a big deal. If you're wanting to get in, now is the time. Uh, you can go to bicepsafterbabies.com forward slash waitlist. When you sign up for the waitlist for Macros 101, you not only will be the first to know when we open doors to the program, but you will also be able to go through a free 14-day macro counting bootcamp to kind of give you something to do now, get you started, get you taking action so that when it comes time to for our five-day challenge and then into... Um, enrollment into Macros 101, that you've already started to take that action and gain some of that traction and 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 know what this process is going to be about. So again, go to bicepsafterbabies.com forward slash waitlist to get uh, on the first to know list when we open up doors to Macros 101, and then you can look for that on uh, August 29th. All right, let's jump into the interview with Jenny Jackson. All right, I'm so excited to welcome Jenny Jackson to the podcast. Jenny, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm excellent. And I'm excited 
for your story that you're going to be able to share with everybody. And um, I know that people who are listening are going to learn something and be able to apply it to their journey, which is always an exciting part of um, what we do here. So let's start with just introducing you to the audience and telling us a little bit about you and you know what you've struggled with in the past. Yeah. Um, so, so my name is Jenny. Um, I live in Texas. Um, and really kind of start my whole story starts, uh, kind of in 2017, I, I'd started working out and, and I wanted to lose some weight and look more toned. Um, and I kind of thought I could do that without worrying about my diet if I just started working out. So mm-hmm. I, I, I did that. Um, and then through working out for a few years, I had put on weight and had, you know, gotten really discouraged and tried different programs to lose weight. Nothing really worked for me. Um, and then 2020 hit and I put on some weight rather quickly. Um, you know, there's a lot of stress I think everybody went through, um, during that time and and decided that I really needed to do something, find something that would work. Um, so I started with macros, um, before learning about you, um, and I was struggling with staying on track, hitting my macros. So I was kind of looking for some more just support just to, to, so I could stay on track. Um, and that's kind of when I found, um, all, I think your Instagram is, is where I first found you. So, yeah, that's awesome. And, and you know, what I'm hearing, which is a very common experience is that, you know, you'd tried a lot of things that you'd gone through a lot of different programs and different like philosophies and things. So I'm curious what, what was different when you came and joined macros 101 um, than the other programs that you had done? Yeah. So um, the program I was on when I started, it was um, based on like your body type and that was how you'd figure your macros. And it was, you know, it was high protein, high fat, and then really, really low carb. And I was struggling with the low carbs. And um, I mean, of course I could put like cheese and ranch on everything. So that was great, but I just (laughs) could not do the carbs. Like it was just so low. So I did confidence in your numbers and I'm like, and, but I was seeing, I have been seeing progress so when I started confidence in your numbers, I was like, well, let me just like, what if I just bring the fat down a little bit and bring the carbs up a little bit? And if it doesn't work, like I could always go back. Like mm-hmm. I know yeah. this other thing works. So I was like, let me give it a try. And then, and I think I even increased my calories by hundred at that point too. And then I was still seeing progress. So I was like, oh, this mm. is great. Like, mm-hmm. so, um, that's when I jumped into, um, to the macros one-on-one program because, it, I was like, okay, this is working. Like, what else can we, mm-hmm. can I kind of gain from this? So, yeah, I want, yeah, I want to stick on that a little bit because there is often this, this thought that, um, weight loss has to be hard. And so like the harder something is to do, the harder it is to like achieve the better it probably works. And I see that a lot with like, you know, low carb, <clears throat> you know, you said it was really hard to keep those carbs really low. It was really challenging. And on some level, sometimes we think, oh, but that, you know, then this must work really well if I can just stick to it. And you had the experience of like really struggling with that, making some changes, increasing your carbs, maybe even increasing your calories and actually seeing better results because of that. Um, why, why do you think that was? And I think it was, you know, I wasn't struggling as much on the weekends because it was always just like, okay, all week I was doing, you know, I was doing good. And then the weekend came and it's just, you know, every, it just, everything fell apart. But when I, you know, increased my calories a little bit, increased the carbs a little bit, I was, it was something I could stick to, you know, all the time. So I wasn't having this, this, you know, up and down. It was okay. This is like, this is where we're at. You know, this is what 
it was something I could stick to because it was for me. It wasn't for somebody else. Yeah. And I think that's, I mean, I really think that is the key. It, It is like, what can you do consistently what is going to work for you, which is going to be different than what's going to work for your friend or your sister or your, your mom or whatever. And really narrowing in on what that is for you in particular. And I think, you know, that's one of the things that we highlight a lot in Macros 101 is like, how can we customize this to you? How can we make this your journey, your plan, something that's going to work for your body and your lifestyle and your goals. And when you get that ironed out, you're more consistent with it and you stick with it longer. And we all know that that consistency and, you know, stick, the longer you stick with something, the, the more results they're going to get. And so, you know, I'm, I'm excited that you, you saw that play out in, in, in real time. Um, you know, as, so one of the things that you said that I um, think is really important to highlight is that you made adjustments to your macros, right? You like tried something, it, it wasn't working for you. It wasn't fitting the lifestyle and you made adjustments to your macros, what gave you the confidence to be able to do that? Um, because, and I asked that question because a lot of women feel very unsure about making adjustments to their macros and they don't really understand macros. They don't really know how to make those adjustments. So what gave you the confidence to be able to test that and try it and mess around with your macros for your own body? Uh, I just figured I could always go back. Like I could always yeah, if I change them and I don't see any progress or, you know, or I start gaining or whatever, I could always go back to what I had found that was helping me lose or, you know, make more adjustments. And I I was like, okay, well, let's try it because I don't really like Mm -hmm. what I'm currently at the, you know, the current macros that I'm trying to hit. So, so let's try and find something that works better. And if it doesn't work, at least I know this other thing works. Yeah. That's good. Um, so, so during this process, you let me know that you lost about, about 20 pounds. Um, what was that experience like? What were some of the lessons that you learned along that, that path? Um, I was just surprised that once I did kind of, once I did, uh, you know, hone in on what my macros were, um, that were good for me. Um, it was, it was easy. It was kind of easy. And I had never, mm-hmm. like, I tried so many programs and I didn't see anything come off and I've gained. And I just was like, Oh, wow. Like when you find the right, when you find what your body needs, it actually works. So yeah. yeah. And that, and that's what I think is, I, I love that you put that out there because I want women who are listening to this to hear what you just said, um, that it was easy. And I think so often we're told by so many people that weight loss has to be hard. It has to be miserable. Like you have to toughen up. You have to like suck it up and just like do the hard things. And, um, I, I'm not saying that there won't ever have to be sacrifice, but I think the whole goal is like, how can we make this easy? How can we make this? And when, when it's customized to you, when it's made for you by you, it can, it can feel easy. It, it doesn't have to feel miserable. It doesn't have to feel hard. And, um, I love hearing you offer women that hope that like, what if this could be easy? What if it didn't have to be a grind every single day? And what if that was the thing that was going to make the difference? Um, I, I have a question for you. What, is there anything that you specifically do? Cause one of the questions that I will give clients a lot of times is like, how could this be more fun? <laughs> like, how can we make this more fun? How can we make this easier? Is there anything specifically that you did in your journey that, um, 
that you did to make it more fun or to make it easier? I know you already gave the example of, you know, adjusting your macros so that you had more carbs and that made it easier for you. Is there anything else that you did along your journey that made it more easy or more fun to keep going? Well, I'm, I'm like a sweets person, all of it, you know, chocolate, sour patch, kids, whatever it is. Um, and putting that into my day ahead of time yeah. to make sure that I had room for it um, was just really big. And also like knowing that since I do have that coming, you know, I don't have to eat the whole bag of sour patch kids. Like I can have six or whatever, you know, yeah. fits in my day. And it used to be just, you know, if I get something, it's all gone. So knowing that I have that planned in and that it's coming and I'm not trying to mm-hmm. keep myself from eating that, you know, it, it helps me not want the whole bag. I just, Oh, I have a few and I'm happy with it. And, you know, move yeah. along. So, yeah. A lot of women, um, wonder, there's a lot of women who are sitting out here who are listening and it's like, well, wouldn't that be nice if I like could just eat a couple Sour Patch Kids and I didn't have to eat the whole bag. But the experience that they're, they're experiencing right now is like, that's where they're at is it's, it's either like, I don't eat any Sour Patch Kids or I eat the entire bag and they haven't been able to find that, that happy medium. So what, what a tips or advice can you give that allowed you to find that sweet spot of like, where you really feel confident now that you're like, yeah, I can eat a handful of this. I don't have to eat the whole bag. Um, and I can and enjoy it and move on. What, what has given you the confidence to do that? Or, or what tips or advice do you have for someone who's struggling with that moderation right now? Yeah, I think having it planned in that, you know, it's yeah. coming. Um, and then allowing yourself if I have a craving for something special, then, you know, I just decide to have it because I found that if, if I don't, so like if I'm craving a a blizzard from Dairy Queen or whatever, and if I deny myself it, like I just want it more and more and more. If I just, you know, go get a, get with the mini one and, and have it and that day. Okay. I went over a little bit, um, but I'm going to be back on tomorrow, but I had, but I got through that. And now I'm not craving it. So for me, allowing myself, you know, that treat is, is what I needed to, to be able to stick, um, to, to the program and, and, and allowing myself to, to have those treats is what worked well for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm really glad you said that because I think a lot of women think that the solution is to just willpower harder and to just grit your teeth and like make it through those cravings and not give in and have the motivation and you know, all these like things that we double tap on Instagram that are like motivational and you can do it and stuck it up and that type of thing. They think that that's the solution. And then what they find is like, that will last for a while. That willpower motivation will last for a while. Then they have a weak moment and then they have eat all the things, right? It's like you, once you start eating, you can't stop. And so what I'm hearing for you that made a huge difference. And I've seen this a lot in my clients is that when you allow yourself, um, to have that, whatever that craving is, that, that treat that you like, um, and you build your day around that and you know, I'm going to have said treat. Like I love for me, it's ice cream. So I'm going to have ice cream tonight. I know that I'm going to have it. It's already planned in. It's already scheduled. I'm going to be able to enjoy it. It takes that like allure away from it. It takes that like forbidden fruit, you know, mentality away from the food. And it allows you to start to develop that moderation. Now it's not instantaneous for everybody. And it is a process to be able to kind of find, um, that balance between, 
not eating anything and, and eating all the things, but it is something that can be developed. And I've seen it over and over with clients of people who come into macros one saying, there's no way I could ever just eat like two Oreos. Um, I, it's like just, impo- it feels impossible right now to be able to, to do that. And, you know, over time working together and, um, and getting coaching and, and being able to understand the process and feel really confident in adjusting your numbers and, you know, being able to get rid of it, that guilt and that shame, it allows them to come to the place where they really can just have a couple of pieces of candy or a couple of cookies. And I think one of the things that you said that was so important that I really want to highlight is that, um, when you really understand that you are in control of your macros and you are in control of, of your actions. And you can get to the place where you can say, Hey, today I'm choosing to go over 400 calories. Like I'm going over 400 calories and it doesn't become guilt filled. It doesn't become shame. It doesn't become of like, Oh, I'm never going to get results or I'm the worst person in the world. It becomes like, I'm choosing to go over 400 calories and I can make that choice because I'm a big grown up woman. (laughs) And tomorrow I can get back on track that that becomes a really, um, solid place to make those decisions from. Um, so I'm, I'm really glad that you shared that because I think it's something that a lot of women, it it really can change the way that you experience food. It can change your relationship with food and, and, um, really make you feel more empowered through, through this journey. Um, I'm curious about, uh, your experience during Macros 101, and if there is anything that you remember learning or hearing or you know being in a coaching call that really um, has kind of stuck with you or, or or changed your perspective on anything, is there anything like that for you? So I guess um, the idea of um, before an event or holiday, deciding how you want to feel um, after, um, and going in with that mindset because. I've found like a lot of times that it's, you know, I want to feel connected to the people that I'm with. Um, I don't want to stress about what I'm eating, but I also don't want to be stuffed and feel sick afterwards. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times for me, that ends up, um, you know, if it's like a buffet type situation, I tend to like, okay, I'm going to try a little bit of everything and then find out the things that I'm going back for, because, you know, sometimes the mashed potatoes are great, but sometimes or not. So <laughs> yeah, are these good. the good ones or are these not the good ones? Uh-huh. Like, are they worth it or aren't they? So yeah, I think kind of having that and then, you know, going back and getting the things that I like and then enjoying it, enjoying the people and then, you know, moving on and, and getting back um, on a plan after that. So yeah, that's really good. Yeah. We teach about creating a feed, a feed plan inside of macros 101 yeah. and um, how that can really change your experience for those like events and parties and vacations and, you know, the spontaneous things that happen in, in our daily lives. Uh, one of the things that you had mentioned to me before, um, was that you had a fear of the scale before you joined macros 101 and that you feel like you've overcome that now, or have made a lot of progress in that area. And, and since this is an area that a lot of women struggle with, um, you know, what caused that shift for you and how have you been able to work through, you know, improving that relationship with the scale? Yeah. So previously I was like a, a toss the scale person, um, yeah. mainly because I just didn't like what it was saying. So I thought yeah. if I didn't step on it, then that would make things better somehow. But um, it didn't change what, what weight I actually was or anything, sure. but, um, but yeah, so I think really focusing on the average of my weight for the week instead mm-hmm. of the daily fluctuations, um, yeah. because you get on the scale and it's, it's up a pound from yesterday or whatever, and you just feel down. But 
then the next day it's down, down a pound or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. And, but you don't, it doesn't, you don't feel as good. But so I try to just, you know, when I get on the scale, okay, the number, I still sometimes do feel those emotions when you see, you know, a big jump up or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I try to tell myself, okay, well, let's just see what the average for the week is. And if we need to adjust, then we adjust. Because when I'm sitting down and, and calculating what the average is, and I'm looking at it compared to the last week's average, at that point, my mind is just in a totally different place. And okay, we did good last week. We're, you know, making good progress. Okay, maybe we need to make some tweaks. But you're not in that emotional state of standing on the scale looking at it um, when for some reason that's still, it's still hard sometimes. But mm-hmm. I yeah. just tell myself, go back to my average and see, mm-hmm. what, see what the average is and then we can see how I feel. Yeah, that's so good. And we do a lot of work inside of Macros 101 about helping you to become that scientist and to look at the data more critically and and analytically and less emotionally. And, um, you know, for people who are listening who feel like they're in that, like making decisions from an emotional space and and having their day be determined by what, what the scale said. And is it going to be a good day? Is it going to be a bad day? If that's the place that you're in, I just want to offer to you that like there is a possibility for you to be able to improve that relationship with, for this, with the scale, to be able to improve that relationship with yourself, to not have it define you. And, um, the solution to it isn't just to get rid of it, but is to be able to look at it more analytic, analytically. And it's why we talk about becoming a macro scientist inside of Macros 101. It's why I teach you the process of being able to look and analyze the data and figure out what your body's trying to tell you and making adjustments from that really powerful place rather than from that like emotional, oh, I'm, I'm a terrible person. Oh, I can't believe I gained so much weight. Oh, I'm never going to be successful type of place because you're going to get, you're going to take much better actions and get much better results from, from that like scientist um, perspective that I hear, I hear you talking about. Um, so that's awesome. I, I love that. Um, okay. Kind of wrap things up. Like last question. I'm, I'm curious um, what you would say to somebody who was thinking about joining macros 101. Like if your friend was asking you about the program, what would you say? Um, I'm telling them that it's a program that's for everybody where they're at, um, because it's, you're going to come up with a plan that's customized to you. Um, and it builds your confidence to know going forward, what, you know, your life changes, what, what fits into my life now, Mm -hmm. um, maybe it's different than it was before. So you have the confidence to go forward and, live your life and and this kind of just flows into the rhythm of your life so yeah yeah okay that's that's really great because I think oftentimes I get asked that question a lot is like is this for moms is it for not moms is this for someone who has weight to lose or is wanting to gain muscle or is this for someone who has PCOS or not like all these questions about like very specific things and I think the thing that I that I'm hearing you communicate is that because you're learning how to become a scientist and how you're, you're learning to customize this program to yourself and you're learning how to make adjustments to your own macros, that it really can fit into whatever requirements, you know, or circumstances, I guess, maybe a better word that are unique to you. And I think that that is, is different than a lot of programs where a lot of programs are like a top down of like, you should, you need to do X, Y, and Z. And that's not how we do it in Packers 101. I'm, I'm really teaching you the process of um, an, uh, analyzing the data, gra- gathering the data, analyzing it, and then figuring out what your body's telling you and how to make adjustments over time. And, and that it creates a different experience and it, and it creates a much more empowered experience that I think you've spoken to, Jenny, of, of being able to 
step on the scale and be able to not freak out and, and walk yourself through that um, because you have the understanding of your body of how, you know, you've seen the trends in the past with your weight and the fluctuations and you can kind of walk yourself through it. Hey, like just because the scale's up today doesn't necessarily mean that anything's wrong because I've seen these fluctuations before and I've seen them played out and I, and I know that I can look at all the data and, and make a much smarter decision. Um, so I think that that's, thank you for sharing that um, with everybody. Um, is there any last thing that you want to make sure that you share with anybody who's listening um, as we wrap up, is there anything else coming up for you? Mm, I think just, yeah, just sharing again that, you know, you don't have to be a mom to do this program. <laughs> um, I'm, <laughs> I'm currently actually pregnant with my first. So I feel really confident now, now though, knowing that, okay, you know, after the baby and everything that, okay, now I know what to do when mm-hmm. I get on the other side and I can see, okay, where am I at? What's going to be the right you know, figure out the right timing to, to, you know, cut again and and go from there. But I feel confident right now in this part, knowing that, knowing that I already have done this part because I I did think I was going to have to track like for, I was like, when I was in the program, I thought I was going to have to track forever. Mm -hmm. And, and I haven't, like I've maintained for a year and and not done a lot of tracking. There'd be a day or two here just to Mm -hmm. see where I was at. Um, but, but knowing now, having all that knowledge, okay, I can feel really confident, you know, going forward. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing, Jenny. Thanks for coming on and, mm-hmm. and, and sharing your story and your wisdom with everybody. Um, I'm so glad to, to have you here. Well, thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode. I hope that you learned something and I hope that you have a takeaway with you that you can apply to your journey. Um, a really great question to be asking yourself right now is, is, do I feel like I am that macro scientist that Jenny talked about? Am I able to look at things analytically? Am I able to figure out what's going on with my body? Am I, am I confident in making decisions um, of how to tweak things for my unique circumstance and body? If not, then that is exactly what we do inside of Macros 101. So if you want help with that, if you want coaching through that, I highly suggest getting on the wait list at bicepsafterbabies.com forward slash wait list. When you do, you'll also be able to go through our free 14-day macro boot camp that will get you primed and, and started on that journey so that you can get to that place that, that Jenny is at with confidence with your body, with the results that you're able to get and maintain long-term. That wraps up this episode of Biceps After Babies Radio. I'm Amber. Now go out and be strong because remember, my friend, you can do anything. Hey, friend, have you heard the news? We have a Biceps After Babies Radio insider list. If you love Biceps After Babies Radio, you don't want to miss a thing. Head to bicepsafterbabies.com forward slash insider to join the group. You'll be the first to know all things about the podcast, see some behind the scenes, and get special messages from yours truly. We want to make this a special community for those who are fans of the podcast. And last, did this episode particularly resonate with you? If so, will you please share it? Either send the link to someone who would find it valuable or take a screenshot and post it to your social media and tell your family and friends why they should listen. Make sure you tag me at Biceps After Babies so I can hear your feedback and give you a little love. And you know, if you aren't already following me on Instagram or Facebook, that's the perfect time to hit that follow button. 
Thank you for being here and listening to Biceps After Babies Radio. 